Welcome to Whose Review Matters Anyway, the podcast where the show notes are made up and the reviews don't matter. That's right, they don't matter, just like perfect attendance. Really, think about it. Like, why does anyone really care if you were there 100% of the days you were supposed to be there? Like, if you think back in school, you, you didn't get the perfect attendance award if you were sick, if, say, a, a, a close family member or a, uh, a close friend passed away. Like, that's kind of messed up for not being awarded perfect attendance just because you had some serious stuff going on. Just saying. Now, the only reason I'm actually bringing that up is because if you haven't already figured out or haven't noticed yet with, you know, the fact that I was able to speak this much without being interrupted, uh, there is no mic. There is no ham. It is just me, Sal, here for this episode. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, Mike's family, it seems like everyone's getting COVID in his family. And so he's been really busy, not only just getting better for himself, but also taking care of everybody else. So, you know, we want to make sure that he had the time to kind of get that straight now. We didn't want to push out an episode uh, just just as an obligation or anything like that of course family comes first health uh, also comes first and so we wanted to make sure mike had the uh time and the opportunity to to get that straight uh squared away and uh ham's just not here i actually never bothered to text him uh you'll probably hear this and be like what he should have said something uh but it's this was just an impromptu thing uh, we actually weren't intending on having an episode out this week uh but i i figured there's a couple of reasons why I'm actually doing this episode and why I'm going to do the, the, the review, I guess, that I'm going to do today. Um, we've been a podcast where we mainly talk about movies and TV shows, especially like, you know, the most current stuff or the one or the stuff that gets newly released, um, just to kind of give our opinions. And, you know, it's the tagline of, you know, whose review matters anyway. You know, it, we have such varying viewpoints that, you know, we wanted to kind of make sure you guys understood that no matter what we said, it all comes down to your personal preference. And me, Mike, Ham, we have very unique viewpoints compared to each other. And, you know, it's funny how all of a sudden Ham will love certain movies or TV shows when the first time we talk about it we we hate we hated them he couldn't he despises them or something like that you heard that from when you listen to our top like five movies uh and top like yeah top five best and worst movies and he completely changed his mind on things or how i recently changed my mind about encanto so it's uh you know we wanted to make sure that we bring as many perspectives about different media topics as much as possible and one of the things we had early set on was that we wanted to also review video games. Unfortunately, we never really stuck to that. We reviewed Ori. Uh, I think that was our first one. And then we reviewed The Last of Us. And I think after that, it was not, we didn't really talk about any other game. Um, we talked about Halo Infinite just recently, and that's because it's a huge deal to me. And uh, and Ham's been consistently playing it, so you know we were able to talk about that and, and get our viewpoints in on that. But you know it's not fair that we always neglect the video games because that's that is kind of a big part of our lives, all three of us. Uh, and so what I figured, and actually Mike and Ham didn't know about this. I was, I was actually going to bring it up this week on on this week's episode. Uh, so I guess if they're hearing this episode, this is the first time they're hearing this. But what I wanted to do was get value from my Games Pass. Personally, this is me personally, I wanted to get value out of my Games Pass, right? If I'm going to continue to pay $15.99 a month for my Games Pass on my Xbox Series X, then I want to be sure that I play enough games that is going to make up that $180 value by the end of the year. So I put a goal to myself this year that I will try out one new game 
on Xbox Game Games Pass each month. So I figured every month on this podcast, I would give a video game review. That way we don't neglect that, right? Now we have something consistent. So I have already beaten the first game for this month, and I'm already starting on the next game for next month. Got to get a head start on that because that's actually a little bit of a longer game. So I think that's something that we can do, that we can accomplish for this podcast, and, and that's something that us uh, want that we would like to continue to bring to you listeners. So that way we're not always just talking about movies or TV shows. We want to branch out into you know other types of media, especially video games, as I already mentioned. So uh, that's, that's, what, that's what this review is. It's actually a review on a video game that I have played on Xbox Games Pass, and I'm going to give my thoughts about it, kind of give my, my rating, stick to the whole red, yellow, green card system, and yeah, we'll go from there. And then, you know, we'll still do our posts on Instagram and Twitter. And, you know, you can let us know what your thoughts are, especially if you play this game. Because some of the games on Games Pass have already been out for a while. If there's anything new, it would probably be Xbox exclusive games. Like if Forza hadn't come out, you know, this month, then, you know, that would be something brand new. Uh, although I do eventually plan on getting back to Forza. Or at least I want to try that out. So that is on the agenda or that's on the, the to-do list for this year. But, you, you know, you, hopefully you get what I'm trying to say. So, uh, here we go. Uh, our first video game review of 2022. Uh, I got a chance to play a game that I wanted to for such a long time, especially because of the aesthetic of it, or at least the concept behind it. It's the concept behind it, not the aesthetic so much. Um, it's a game called Maneater. And if you don't know what this game is... The game plays as like a sort of documentary on Shark Week where they follow a the story follows a, um, a, an old grumpy fisherman that was uh, that who, whose hand was eaten off by a shark, but then gets his revenge on the shark, kills that shark and gives birth. That shark actually had a pup in, in her and the fisherman managed to grab this pup out. And then scars the shark as a way of, like, claiming dominance, I guess. Throws it back into the water. And that's pretty much it. Thinks that probably that he'll never see that shark again. Or that if he does, he'll know what shark it is because of the mark. And then that's where you step in as the player. You actually play as the shark. So even though the outline of the game is that Shark Week documentary of this fisherman who's trying to, who's just, you're just following his shark, you know, fishing uh, hunts and whatnot, um, you play as the shark who's actually trying to seek revenge. So what you end up doing throughout the entire game is going through these different, what they call grottos, these sections of the map. And you look for clues or you look for things that will lead you back to this fisherman to exact your revenge. Now, that's just the very core concept of it. Is this game worth playing? This is a very hard one for me to talk about because I'm very biased. Like, this is going to be a completely biased review on this game because I love sharks. Sharks are my favorite animal. And that's why when I saw this concept, I was like, oh, I have to play this game. Like, this game was built for me. And I love, obviously, marine creatures and just being in the ocean and stuff like that. So this whole game was just littered with that. I mean, you're going through the sea, you're going through the gulf, uh, all these different creeks and, and underwater caves, and you're exploring things. And it this, like, the overall experience was really cool for me. Now, it is an open world game. 
so you do have collectibles. You have landmarks that are like basically like these um, posts that you hit. And then it talks about this particular scene. Maybe it's like a shipwreck or it's like a remnant of like um, an old uh, carnival or something. So you have like these different uh, landmarks that you get to find. Then you also have these crates, which actually contain things that you use to upgrade your shark, which I'll talk about in just a few moments. And then you have, uh, let me try to think what else you got. So you have landmarks, you have the crates, and then you have like these little quests like these targets these mini bosses so to speak where you have to go and kind of wipe out to clear the area of that particular predator and there's all other missions side missions that you have to kind of do where you have to eat so many people so yeah you get to crawl up on the beach and try to eat people or just uh, eat them while they're swimming in the ocean or whatnot Uh, there's missions where you have to tackle boats so there's kind of a lot to do here and it's a smaller kind of open world game. Like it's nothing vast. Like it's nothing huge. It's it's a little, you know, you got a little bit of substance here. You have I think one, two, three, four, five, six, six, seven areas to go through, but you can go through them fairly quickly. In fact, just to also kind of preface this, the entire thing took me 13 and a half hours to complete. And that also includes the DLC. I think before the DLC, I've managed to finish the game in just less than 10 hours. So it's also a very short game. But do you get the quality for it? I I don't think I can recommend this to everybody. Um, only because it depends on how you're going to purchase this. So just to remind you, I did download this through Games Pass. So I didn't have to pay anything for this game beyond what you know, I already paid for Games Pass. So I just downloaded it, played it. Is it worth that much just to download and play it? I think absolutely. Like this is a fun like little side game that if you don't you just want to kill time you don't want to get anything too deep too serious you know you just want to have like a little bit of fun before you have to like you know you're waiting for i don't know your girlfriend or boyfriend to get ready for dinner or you know you have like a movie you gotta catch an hour or so you you know you you just have some extra time downtime this is a good game for that and so you can download on games pass and just play it is this game worth paying for for what its original value is so I believe on the digital stores, if I'm not mistaken, someone's going to have to fact check me on this. I think it's still registered for 30 or 40 bucks on Xbox store. But on the PlayStation store, I believe you can get the entire package with the DLC for 30 bucks. I don't think this is worth that price. As, as, as much as I don't want to say that, I almost didn't actually want to pay the DLC, but because I was so far into the game and I did like most of what I played, I did cough up $13.49 because originally the DLC, I think, was $15 plus discounted with the Games Pass, $13.49. I don't even think really for me was worth the $13.49. Would I have felt better if it was maybe $10? Absolutely. I think $10 probably for the whole package great value it's worth that kind it's worth that game maybe you're pushing it to 15 bucks for the whole package probably because even though the gameplay overall is fun it's short but the story and everything else there's not a whole lot of depth to it it's it's fairly shallow 
And it's a lot of repetition, just like a lot of open world games are. Actually, there's a lot of repetition, right? You have to go find this collectible in this particular spot and do this particular sequence. Like, it has that same repetition to it, but it's just, it's it's not, like, meaty enough. It's not, like, like you know, wanting me to reel back in. I wasn't keep, I wasn't playing over and over again, you know, throughout this, these hours just for the story. I, it was just mainly for the gameplay because I was swimming around as a mutated shark. I'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> so I was swimming around as a mutated shark just wrecking shit. So, you know, I, I got, uh, you know, uh, interested in that and just having fun doing that. But still, I just don't feel like I got my money's worth, kind of, if I wasn't such a biased fan. Like, I don't know. It's such a hard sell for for the price that you can get this game. Again, if you got Games Pass for Xbox Series X, go download it, play it, you know, take your time with it. Totally fun. But I be careful if you are going to pay for it. At the very most, I think if we're pushing, pushing, pushing our wallets, 20 bucks. No more than 20 bucks, but that also better come with the DLC because that way you get the entire like 13 hours of that game. Um, the 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 mutated shark part, let me go, let me go to that part of the section. So you get to upgrade your shark, and what's pretty cool is that you actually have three types that you can mutate to. So along the way, as you're beating bosses or you're finding grottos or you're defeating like these captain ships or whatever, like these larger ships, um, you actually unlock. Uh, you unlock body parts and you unlock organs. Now, the body parts are separated into sections. You have the head, the fin, the tails, the body, and and the teeth. And like I said, there's three sets. So there's the shadow set, the bioelectric set, and then there's the bone set. Now, that's the initial three. There's actually a fourth one. Uh, it's an irradiated set. That comes with the DLC. I'll get to that in a second. But the other three have their kind of own specific agenda. You can kind of figure it out, though, from their title. Bone, you're literally covered in, like, bone armor. And you're really good for ramming things and being sturdy and have, like, a a lot of health and damage resistance. Uh, Shadow, you're very fast. Uh, You get to um, slow down other opponents when you evade them. And any bioelectric, you're kind of more like a weapon where you have like bioelectric teeth and you shock opponents and they kind of lose damage over time. And I will say though, out of the three, I don't ever use the bioelectric one. I think that is literally just there just for the quote unquote cool factor and you don't really get any benefit out of it in fact when i tried it the one time that i did i nearly died from a lot of boss fights whereas opposed where i was playing like shadow or the bone one i i didn't have any issues i was having you know i was almost invincible at that point the bone one i think was my favorite i think that one is definitely the best one especially when you go and have to rank up your infamy level where you battle like where you take down lots of ships and on a lot of captains that one the bone armor if you upgrade that one fully you'll have no issue whatsoever now when you get to the dlc part and you get the irradiated armor that's pretty cool um i think it's kind of like my second favorite honestly i probably prefer the bone armor but that one i think the whole um emphasis behind that or the whole like the glory behind that is that you once you upgrade to get your body uh, then you actually shoot out like this sort of laser beam Godzilla style, which is cool and and is neat. And you actually can wreck everything very easily. But then that is also kind of its flaw that you get to wreck things very easily and it's no longer a challenge anymore. And you don't find, well, at least for me, I didn't find fun in just 
blowing through everything. It's like, I don't know what else to do. And now I'm just like plowing through my $13 that I spent in my time that probably should have been extended is now shortened. So, you know, it, it's a cool look and it was a cool idea. And it does achieve that, that, oh, this is a very cool thing. But I think for function, for the value of what you're supposed to invest into is definitely the bone one. Because you also have to be careful your resources and what you invest into. You have like five different resources to collect. And definitely collecting those little um, boxes, those treasure chest uh, caches that they that you find on. That's the, the other collectible on there that I mentioned before. Um, definitely help with that. And then everything you eat along the way, turtles, sharks, uh, small fish, seals, whatever. They also give you different resources as well. So you essentially want to try to eat everything as you go through it. But... Uh, you just have to kind of be mindful what you invest in so that way you don't like completely get locked out of a uh, not necessarily locked out, but like you don't get like an uneven, uh, weird upgrade model where like you're completely maxed out on your uh, head armor, but your fins are like still tier one. And it's just I don't know, it's it's just very clunky and weird, especially if you have OCD like me. Um, and then you have other organs that actually do specific things, whether it increases your speed um, enhances your radar, your sonar, so to speak, uh, you know, gives you extra regeneration of health, all these different things. And then you also use those res- the same resources I talked about before to upgrade those, um, that those there's specific ones that are useful. And I think you will find obviously the, the most typical ones useful, like the maximum health increase or the regeneration, um, the max speed ones, damage resistance, all that stuff. Uh, you, I think can only have up to five, and then you get your six one. Yeah, I think you get your six one uh, when you do the DLC. Now, the bosses are pretty cool. Uh, you get to fight marlins, alligators, orcas, great white sharks, hammerheads. And then eventually, like when you get through the DLC, you actually get to fight mutated versions of these things too. Um, and then the boss fight, actually, I'm going to save that discussion for last because that one's kind of weird. But um, the bosses are very cool. They're kind of fun to play, too, depending on who you battle with. The sperm whales are the most aggressive. And then the orcas are fun, though, because they actually try to knock you out of the ocean and have you, like, fly up in the air. So, you know, that, that was kind of like an interesting battle there. Um, if I could spoil the DLC ending, so be warned. Spoilers, everybody. Just letting you know I'm spoiling the ending of the DLC. Um, it all comes down to for the DLC, because that's a different story, it all comes down to a fight with, like, a mutated monster called a Leviathan. Now, with that name, you would probably think, oh, man, this has got to be, like, a, a gruesome, vicious, like, hulk of a of a sea creature. It's kind of underwhelming when you first see it. <laughs> it's, it's, I don't think it's what you expected, but it's also not, like, that underwhelming where it's like, oh, you're just this thing. But compared to like what you've battled before, it's just kind of like, I expected more, maybe some like huge ass tentacles and like this sort of weird, like kaiju looking body or something. Nope. It's something like that. And so it kind of felt like, I don't know, like they, they didn't know what to top as far as bosses go. And they just went with the simplest design. And the fact that you had like the, at this point you should have like maximum, for that irradiated set armor, um, where you can also, you know, like I said, you can blast that laser uh, like Godzilla. And once you have that max out, the boss fight is kind of like 
meh. You're just basically just doing this whole laser thing over and over again. And there's an interesting point, though, where it actually, um, the Leviathan calls, like, all the previous bosses you had defeated. And so you're fighting off a Great White, a Sperm Whale, an Orca, and all these things while you're trying to fight off the Leviathan. But again, if you had the laser, it doesn't really matter because, again, you just wipe out the boss fight fairly quickly. And so it was a bit anticlimactic, and it was just kind of disappointing. But going back to the overall core gameplay, um, if I were to give it a card, it a biased card is going to be green, but I think what it honestly should receive is just a yellow card. It's not a terrible game. By all means, it is not a bad game. There is just a lot of content they could have added, and there's some things that they could have cut out to kind of make a more um, more consistent game. Because it's not always fun. There are some boring parts and some downtimes to it, but you know some of the fun parts make up for it almost. So you know it's it's not like I said, it's not a bad game. It's definitely worth trying if you can get it for no more than twenty bucks. Um, otherwise, don't don't worry about missing out on this game. It's cool. I like the idea. Do I want a sequel out of this? To be honest with you, no. I think I'm fine with what I played and the amount that I spent. Um, and, you know, I don't think it needs a sequel because I think if you... I felt like the DLC was a bit of a stretch with the story. Although it is kind of funny. Like, the whole storyline from beginning to end, uh, from the core game to the DLC, is supposed to be consistently funny. It's like a parody off a of Shark Week documentary. But, uh, I, I don't know. It's just... it's It was okay. It was nothing, like, super interesting. And, and in fact, I almost forgot most of the story just because i don't think it really impacted what the point of the story was um but yeah that's that's pretty much it so that's that's man eater for you yellow card it's an okay game um it's fun especially but if you do are if you are into that kind of stuff the shark stuff you know like you you love that that idea that core concept you're biased towards that animal it's your favorite animal definitely worth checking out that will make the game much more fun for you um Otherwise, just it's okay to pass on it. Nothing special. All right, that's pretty much it for that review. So it's like a short and sweet episode, plus our reviews aren't, aren't supposed to go longer than 20 minutes. At least we don't try to go longer than 20 minutes, but sometimes we do go off on tangents and good discussions, which I kind of wish the other guys were here to kind of chime in on this, but that's fine. It's okay. I'm sure they'll bring up some stuff on, on next week's episode if, if they actually end up listening to this one. And, uh, yeah, so if you... Want to chime in with your thoughts? If you tried out Maneater, let me know what you think. If you agree with any of my point of views on this, or if you think there was something uh, that I missed on the story, because like I said, I don't think the story was that great. But if you think there was something that was like an epiphany that I should have had, please let me know, because I'd be much more happy than to kind of give that another second thought on it and just kind of maybe change my mind. But um, yeah, if you want to reach out to us, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at w. RMA cast whose review matters anyway cast um, our Instagram might have not have changed just yet because of a stupid technicality but you should still be able to look us up through that tagline again WRMA cast at uh, uh, on either platform or if you want to write us an email uh, we still have the drunk cop teacher at gmail.com uh, I don't know what we're going to do about our email just yet um, but for now, just use that. Again, it's drunkcop.ateacher at gmail.com. It'll be in the show notes down below. 
Uh, otherwise, that's all I got for you. Usually this is my uh, time where I just say, hey guys, any closing words? And then usually the other two say something ridiculously stupid and then we have our laughs and then we kind of go off into the audio, the outro audio. But I don't have that. So I don't know. what I don't know what the guys would say. I, I'm sure Mike would be like, love you guys, stay safe, have fun. And then Han would probably say, drink up or cheers or shots all around or something about alcohol because that's unfortunately what he does every single day of his life. And on that note, that's where I'll end it. Goodbye, everybody.